You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of ADD Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, but with me, the actual host of ADD Space, the CEO, CFO, lead designer, head therapist, cat wrangler, social media manager, head engineer, and project manager, Elise Bacon Bacon Cohen. Uh, you can remove the role of social media manager. We have no longer in need of social media management as uh, there's no social media to manage. So we are going to be temporarily uh, having a uh, reduction of force in the uh, marketing department due to the lack of social media. I would still, I would still just kind of pay you to hang out and play video games for a while while this sort of No, no, that's up. a different title. Uh, that's fair i mean i mean this is fair then we're just gonna have to i guess we're gonna have to reshape the workforce around whatever is going on with twitter um just well i'm used to diving into the cesspools of the internet so i can take that part over if that's really what you want ah and with us our guest tonight because there is a lot of tech news that needs to be um unraveled properly dissected and explained so we brought in a um, software engineer for the United States government. And that's all I can say. In fact, he can only be on the show for 13 minutes. Uh, Jarrett. Much more than that, my uh, my consulting fees start getting a little bit ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's fair. So we have um, Jarrett. Um, we cannot give his last name for mostly my safety. He'll be fine. I won't. So I'm just going to, we're just going to have to um, leave it at that. Uh, how are you, Jarrett? I'm wonderful. It is just a pleasure and an honor to be here. Uh, I've been a longtime fan, first time caller, so I I just appreciate being being included. <laughs> this nigga act like he ain't in like every fucking goddamn Discord. <laughs> I'm in a Discord for a game I don't even play. <laughs> he's in a Discord for a game he doesn't even play. Is he in the Final Fantasy he's... Discord too? Yeah, he's in the Final Fantasy Discord. Let's go. Let's go. That's my favorite is how many uh, uh, folks that are in the Final Fantasy Discord that aren't like that don't play the game, but they still chilling. I love it. I, and they're I've all good people. Trying to actually play, but circumstances. Listen, valid. But did you know that this game is free up to level 60? Free trial. Mm-mm. Hard no. Hard no. I believe <laughs> right now. No, it's and a- and that's a bargain. That is a bargain. You go through like all of the, you go through all the way up to level sixty, and then you buy the expansion. A a a, and you only have to buy the most recent expansion that gives you the all the all the other expansions that are paid for. My backlog. Already that part. Yeah. And and wait, you already own it. I own it. I literally just can't get into my account. Wait, oh, what? No, just no, 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 just. During customer service hours, just call Square Enix. Like, call their support center. No, no, I'm dead serious. The The Final Fantasy XIV support center, during their active hours, they will get this shit sorted out. It's not even weird. It's not, I don't know what the fuck it is with their goddamn system, but every time you're like, I have an account, 
I own the game. I'm going to try to fix it. I'm going to try to play. I don't know why. It's everybody. Everybody has this problem. Whenever they're like, I'm going to go back to play. Nothing works. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, just call their customer support. They will help you figure it out. It'll be it'll be like a probably a really quick fix too. And then it'll be working. But you have to call them during like their business hours. You can't just be like, I'm going to send in this message when it's off hours and hope. No, 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 no. You have to be aggressive about it. It's not even okay. that bad. But like, and, and then it's done. And then you're fine. And you won't have any issues for years. <laughs> I feel like it's... That has like been our sponsored ad read for Final <laughs> Fantasy customer service. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even know if it's an ad read because it's a fucking problem. But I don't know... I don't know what it is, but literally everybody has this issue. <laughs> it's some fucking thing. I had to do it with my account twice. My homie had to do it, and he's been playing the game longer than me. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Shit just breaks sometimes, and then you have to call support, and you're like, why? <laughs> why do I have to do this? And Jared's better than me. Um, my PlayStation 5 has suggested I download it, and I've been hard pass. My backlog is um is uh, biblical. Like Wait, the you have a PS5 now. I I do, and um, I do, and um, the backlog is insane. The backlog got more insane. Like it was a my my indie game addiction was already a significant problem affecting my marriage and my relationship with my children. And um, then uh, Erica was like, "Hey, they have PlayStation Fives. Let's go get one." When God of War Ragnarok came out. And um, no, no, it's okay, it's okay because Final Fantasy 14 will be there, but I will get you before the next expansion. Oh man, that bat my backlog is absolutely like primordial, like 100 foot tall giants roaming the countryside, shaping the planet, which we will live on for hundreds of thousands of years after. Um, Aaron, you're a backlog builder, it's fine, it's part of your identity, so you just keep building that backlog and you can start on Final Fantasy 14. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a game. Just ignore it. Come join me. Come join <laughs> me in the perpetual. In the you perpetual can play games with games me. Games of service land. If you can get me through, like we're at the point where the 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 giants that are my backlog are so large that I'm always contemplating whether I even want to play Destiny at all. So like they're so huge that even the thing I play is now under attack just from the sheer might presence the enormity of my backlog which is full of games that just intrigued me greatly <laughs> and um so i mean if you can get final fantasy through all of that then more power I'm, to you I'm, 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 I'm gonna make a raider out of you i mean if you can even get me to download it that would be a thing because playstation <laughs> 5 has been like hey man hey hey man you know it's free hey man Congratulations on the place. See, you know it's free. <laughs> see, this is a dangerous game that I'm playing staring at the precipice of Final Fantasy 14 because like I'm old school. I did RuneQuest when RuneQuest was just starting to go down. And then I played WoW from vanilla through Burning Crusade. And then I thought that was too much of a kid's game because I was an edgy high schooler. And I got into I, I decided okay, to get a job. To be fair, then, if you were playing <laughs> any other mmo before what world of warcraft that makes sense 
because World of Warcraft specifically was like, we're going to, in the beginning, in the beginning, was aimed at, you know, the casual folk, folks who hadn't played an MMO or who didn't have time for grinding, etc. And with like less serious, less intense graphics. So like if, you know, if you, the thing you liked was like grinding and then being a badass and doing the thing, WoW was not going to be it for you. It was going to be boring. I literally but, went. But I, for real, but for real, it like hit me in like the perfect curve of like, I have time for this and I have time, just the right amount of time for this. Because like when I played RuneQuest, I was at home. Uh, I didn't have like super engaging work I was doing in school. This was like early high school for me. When I found WoW was like when I got into a school where I had to focus. So it's like my 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 time adjusted perfectly with the game I had. But like, what the, the, the culmination from WoW that I went to was when I decided to like embrace capitalism and get a job and I played Eve Online for years. <laughs> right. Uh, I I had spreadsheets. So many spreadsheets. Right. Going to the <laughs> less God intense damn. game was like, please, I need a game that respects my time. Although WoW no longer respects your time. No. Like WoW stopped respecting your time at Mr. Pandaria. Like I went back to try to see if I could recapture the magic. And no, no, it didn't work. Um, I then saw like recently that they relaunched old school RuneQuest, whereas like literally advertised like this is RuneQuest as it first came out, but just with all the patches. So it's stable. And I bless the people that actively have time for that. But I look at that as like, that's a rabbit hole of death and defeat and poverty that I do not want to go down again. <laughs> not poverty. That is uh, eating ramen till you have gout type of uh, um, experiences. If I go back to RuneQuest, and I, I'm, I, I like to say I'm better, but I don't think I'm better. <laughs> right. You're better than Eve Online, but you're not better than that. Well, Eve Online makes you money. Online. It doesn't make you real money. It's it's fake starship money. You can spend real money to get money in game, but it's a uh, fake starship money. Mm hmm. MMO people who stopped playing it have big like retired assassin movie energy like it's just like the whole like first 40 minutes is just spent trying to convince this person who is now a chef to get back into it to pick up the gun and take it back to the streets and the and it's such a problem it's such a it's it, i've never i was never one that played mmos at all um, I played things like it, but not quite MMOs. And to see the and to see the indecision on the faces of people who played MMOs for real in the face of Final when they had gotten out, they thought they were all the way out. And here comes Final Fantasy with its um already built community, which is the biggest thing people have told me. Biggest problem in Final Fantasy is the fact that there's already a community there. Bacon has already created the install foundational user base for you to start playing, which is the worst bit. And they're trying to pull you back in. The best. It is the safest space. And the struggle on these MMO players' faces. And I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. I'm sorry. For this, um, you didn't get on here for emotional stress. You came on here 
um, to help discuss tech news and to share a bit of time with us. So I just like to say I have to apologize. But all I'm all I'm saying is that it's Thank the you. right amount of weeb, <laughs> the right amount of it's the right amount of MMO that re, that you can go as hard or as not hard as you want. The MMO respects your time, and it's perfect for the for any grown up adult weeb. So I just I'm I just. Think- out here trying to be helpful, trying to help find good entertainment that you can play on your own time. Jared is... You can just pop in and out. Jared is a successful baker. He makes cupcakes. The kids love it. Multiple flavors. He sells them out of his food truck. He caters live events. Why would you want I him even, to go I back? I even made short rib. I made short rib cupcakes. No, he not made, short rib cupcakes. I mean, he makes fire. short rib cupcakes. <laughs> no, if it was all you, savory, if it was all savory. It would be good. Short rib cupcakes made out of like a cornbread. Uh, right. yeah, like yeah, that yeah, would work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it'd be it'd basically be like a compact this. lunch that you take with you. Bruh, genius. I made, it reminds me of a cowboy pie where I, I made that last year and now I want to make one. But I, I did want to go back because you did say like it's like being an attire a retired assassin. Well, right. like retired assassins. You don't understand how real that is. When when I played Eve Online seriously, I was a goddamn terrorist. <laughs> like I would lay I would lay nuclear traps for people so that they would come in and try to get uh like advanced loot out of like these areas that were basically lawless. And I would leave thermonuclear weapons just piled up so I could take them out and salvage all of the wrecks. So, yeah, it, it's uh, there, there's this meme that goes around in the anime community uh, talking about like uh, the type of person you are today and the type of person you used to be on the Internet. Um, and it's like this smiling nurse bending down, petting the hot, uh, head of a child. And you see this person walking up and looking at her from the distance, but he's holding a picture and, uh, it's the nurse standing grim face in front of like a, a line of mass graves. And it's like, I'm, I'm happy smiling person today, but I used to be a war criminal. <laughs> right. And I think it's important that bacon, as you continuously try to peddle this final fantasy, you understand the plight the serious emotional conflict that um, the ex MMO people are having to deal with. I'm not saying, I'm I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying you have to think about them. Give it some thought. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying to stop doing it because this is your jam and you've built a fantastic community, but bringing in retired assassins is not in, in my defense. You're acting like I don't pedal every fucking game i play to the masses um it's a little different with an she, mmo she got me to harvestella i'm not gonna lie because i have downloaded that before i go home um, i am immensely great at convincing people to spend their money i understand but final fantasy <laughs> is, a, is a different animal it's a living creature um right it means i can advertise it all the time instead of like every couple times i'm just saying to think about the people but I'm just trying to bring joy. I just redecorated our FC house again for the season because I decorate, I seasonally decorate the FC house. And um, I have created a Namazu nativity scene with my friend July. Uh, If you would like to Google Namazus, they're like these little catfish people. They kind of squeak when they walk. And it is, it is. A perfect replica of a nativity scene, 
but Mary, Joseph, baby Jesus, and the three wise men are all Namazu. Are all fish people. They are all Namazu. Um, that is sacrilegious. It's N-A-M-A-Z-U for anyone who is actively um, opening up their phone to Google. N-A-M-A-Z-U. Uh, I'm just saying maybe the social media manager for the show should get on to posting this onto one of their social media. Uh, it's so on Tumblr. It's on Tumblr. Look, let's go. Right. Social media managed. However, we do have a program. Um, we do have um, things that we need Jared's specific viewpoint on. But I'm gonna let Bacon. Which one? Which one are we starting with? Which one are we starting with? So Roll I, or die, Jesus. I mean, how many different topics do we have? Where are my dice? Oh my God! What self-respecting dork am I if I can't find my dice? Well, they might have been rolled under something because you used them up. Jared's got some. <laughs> no, I just I moved them up top where I would see them faster, and I didn't. My God! <laughs> How many topics do we have? We have um five, but the most important one, the one that sticks out, I believe, is the issue with the AI art pilfering. And general ethical issues is the reason why we were like we were like we need to get an expert on there. No, no, no. I I can talk about AI. We need Jarrett for crypto and the other ones because I can't talk crypto. I don't know fuck about crypto. Well, which bit here? Because what's the name of Sam Bankman? Sam Bankman Freed. Sam Bankman Freed. Yes. (laughs) SBF. <laughs> we we called him getting I arrested. Hate... What? Go ahead, go ahead. You hate what? Go ahead. I, I'll, I'll... I hate everyone involved in crypto shortens their name down to three letter tokens so that they can tokenize their names like every cryptocurrency, which is also reduced down to three letter tokens. It is wait a yes. That's what they're doing. Yes. <laughs> So Sam Bankman-Fried is FSBF. Um, I forget the Binance guy's name, but it's like ZTU or something that he reduces his name to. Everyone in crypto does it, and it is the most annoying shit. Like, it is the most self-referential, self-aggrandizing bullshit I've ever heard. And sorry. Sorry. I, I, no, no, it's fine because I didn't understand what they were doing. I just thought it was like, oh, weird tech rotarian thing. Okay, I don't, I, they're trying to be the cool guy. I don't know what it means. But that's what fucking dorks. They're all nerds. Like, it's fake internet money. How, like, how much nerdier do you think this gets? Like, we are, we are scraping the line of, algorithmic generated content off of like computer electronic devices in order to like associate loose fiat currency it's yeah yeah sorry i i I hit the end of it because my frustration broke oh (laughs) and i'm uh the gentleman whose name i was trying to remember is the founder of binance his name is shang pen zhao uh and he is cz so he did not go for a three letter name he just went to two makes more sense though yeah i but i've seen it online as cpz and i hate them 
I can't. I can't. I hate them. Can't say I <laughs> wouldn't. You could talk me into naming a currency after myself. You could. I would say no, but somebody could sit me down over lunch and make me. Do I it. would. I would love to do that. <clears throat> I think you'd find a very good buy-in from the furry community <laughs> because if we did reduce your name down to a currency, it would be ARF. And I'm pretty sure ARFCoin would uh, go over very well. <laughs> I think I'm going to... Sorry, the uh, the uh, Venn diagram of people in tech and furries is almost a circle? Not 100%, because there I is... I said the, almost. I, I, almost, yeah, because I know the violent <laughs> furry left. And they're fun people. <laughs> no, 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 this isn't... Okay, first off, this is not shade. I respect furries. Uh, oh, absolutely! Like yeah. that's a that's a lot of craft and investment, right there. Second and off, very fine art. Second off, like almost all of tech are furries. I don't know how the fuck that worked out. Uh, one of my one of my friends who's a furry said that they all went into tech so they could uh, make the kind of money so that they could um, spend their money on art. And art, yeah, fursuits and fursuits and art. Listen, the art though. The art, the, the overall art is probably more than the fursuits, to be honest. You're not wrong. Like I... the, the commission money, like I, my artist friends are like, I need money. And I'm like, go, mar and I say that, I tell them like with all seriousness, go market yourself to furries. Do furry art if you need cash. Yeah. Uh, in, in the recent, because of the, the correlation of my various interests, I found myself pretty deep in the black VTubing community, which is an interesting space. <laughs> um, and yep. the amount of money that flows around for art. <laughs> Listen, I've been looking at the VTubing community because like, so I've been, um, uh, being on T has been interesting. Uh, so being on testosterone has been super interesting. So, um, but one of the things that was like, my face is changing. And I'm not adjusting to that as well as I thought I was going to be. And more, my skin texture, my like my skin, like the shape of my pores and how big they are, are changing and have been changing. And so it also like that also affects like how my face stuff goes. So I'm not handling that very well. So there are some days where I'm just like, I do not want to look at my face while streaming. But like, I feel like something still needs to be there for like, like, regardless of what people think, like, having something there for, like, draws engagement, even if it's not a camera. Like, could be a cat camera. It could be, like, whatever. This is where, like, you know, the V, like, the the V2 models or the PNG2 uh, models, like, really come into play. But those fuckers are expensive. And if I could do art like I w used to do, I would have, I would definitely be working to try and figure out how to, like, put one together. But I cannot, but I'm looking at these prices like, God damn. <laughs> so, so if you, if, if you do want like a, a reasonable hookup with a person of color, that'll do you right. Hit me up. I, I have references. I just, I just need a little thing, but like, I, I don't I have you. the money for it. I got you so. like under a hundred dollars. You could like be good to go. Mm, I, look, I. I look, but I'll show you this, their work. Wait, I'll is this like them. a specific friend discount? Because this sounds sus. No, no, <laughs> it's not. It's their it's just their rate. Like you may be looking at like some of the bigger people. Like, go look at people that are like a like a 
bit newer into it, but like still have really good art. I, I, I got you. I will recommend you and I'll send you to some people. I'm a little picky. <laughs> I know you're I know you're picky. I have options <laughs> for you too. Okay. okay. Okay, give me them links. I got you. I, I I'll get it to you later because I have to go dig them up. Okay. I'm commissioning work from them too. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Yeah, I'm just sitting here like, I'm like, and I had to sit, I had to sit there too, me like, do I want just like baking caricature or do I want like my Lala fell for Final Fantasy 14? But then I'm like, I don't always, I actually don't stream 14 that much anymore because it's super saturated and I don't do cool shit on Final Fantasy 14. Like I'm, unless I'm doing like house decorating, but like most of the time I'm like, when I'm streaming it, I'm just doing raids or like, like nothing, like or like PvP. But like, I'm not, I'm not like, involved like, enough in the, the PvP thing. community. That's the whole thing. Like streaming, like eighty percent is just vibes. So like, as long as you're right. Oh no, it's like not even. Streaming. It's not even like vibes content. <laughs> uh, right. Like frustratedly looking at people on your team, like, why are you dumb? Why are you dumb? why what are you doing <laughs> oh i mean i it, can't be I, listen i can't i can't be cussing out folks in pvp the way i do when i'm off uh camera <laughs> <laughs> so what about unf coin i feel like sorry unf coin unf coin would work. yeah <laughs> um UNF coin. Uh, so I believe that we could set up the U the what would it be the UNF exchange, and we would then uh, work out a coin strategy where you have the, uh, the UNF exchange, the ADD coin, uh, the the UNF coin itself, which is the reserve current currency of everything. So that like as you do more uh, as you do more exchanges on the larger exchange will feed you UNF coins and you can use those for discounts. But what we're going to do is set up uh, the Bacon Institute. So the Bacon Institute is that now going to be dedicated on going around and investing in other up and coming podcasters. And the UNF exchange is going to be the number one institute where we gather up people who are interested in having their money invested into the residuals of other podcasts uh, don't worry about uh the finances of those podcasts you'll be so protected away from like their core and their their uh their core assets that either way they go you'll be fine to make money but you'll just get those unf coins so that you have uh discounts now what we're going to do is we're going to take the money that's going into unf coin and invest it into the bacon institute don't worry about it. We'll back it up one for one. It'll be okay. fine. Okay. Can the bacon, because it is still related to crypto, can the bacon institute be BKN? Bacon? BKN? Absolutely. It works. That's the annoying part. It's even better. <laughs> uh, we, we might have to like fight with some people from uh, Brooklyn about it, but I think we'll be okay. They'll be all right. But, hi, this is an analogy for what uh, Sam Bankman Freed attempted to do. Um, it was yeah, perfect. It was uh, perfect and doesn't sound like a scam in any way. Everything is fine because you said it was fine. Making it fine. Thank you, Jared. I, I, really, I really hate that I, at least in, in 
you know how like you say like something affects the sports team or the sports institution that you like and it affects you personally right so ftx was one of the big title sponsors for my favorite f1 team <laughs> oh. ftx was the title sponsor for uh mercedes patronus f1 who uh, is the team that lewis hamilton drives for and it's the team that I, I like rooting for the black guy. So, of course, I'm rooting for uh, Mercedes. And it actively impacts their development plans over the next few years because they FTX gave them a promise for three hundred million dollars over Ooh. the next five years. Ooh. Like, Ooh, so buddy, no. like <clears throat> on, on top of like all of like the shady stuff that was going on at FTX, like it, it's a common thing that happens with all of like these crypto marketplaces. They uh it's sort of the same thing that like uber eats and doordash did when they came out like they flood the zone with all this advertising so they can try to capitalize on all of this interest or drum up all this interest from people that don't know any better now ftx just went on a wild spending spree because i think uh the miami dolphin stadium was the ftx stadium this year um, the the heat Mercedes. also played the the uh, Miami Heat also played in FTX Arena or something like that. Yeah, I, I forgot like the total size of like their advertising budget, but FTX just dumped so much money over the last few well, over like the last year. I think it's like the last eight months on trying to like just get their name out there. <laughs> Not to mention, uh, of course, their Super Bowl commercial, which has now become infamous with uh, Larry David. Uh, because like if you've never seen if you've not seen it the super bowl commercial with them is basically larry david being skeptical of all of these major invest advanced excuse me advancements in history and it comes to like uh someone explaining what ftx is to him and he's like mm, i don't know that doesn't seem right <laughs> <laughs> and it it has come back around in such a beautiful dish of irony like it couldn't have been made any better uh, other than like a man trying to run away from an island that has, ex excuse me, run away to an island that has extradition to the United States. So, because they share that, the same currency. Oh God, that is still so dumb. Like, like uh, I, I understand. Like, oh, I'm gonna leave the U.S. You have to know where you're running to. Like, it's just a, a level of inelegance and idiocy that is only that can only be seen in league of legends players um <laughs> that was so much shade out of nowhere for a whole group of people and i'm gonna co-sign well, that it's not like it's See, not exactly it is it i think league of legends is the perfect game because it's like that wonderful encapsulation of like just the right amount of toxicity and the right amount of like brain deadness to a simple strategy that encapsulates the crypto market. <laughs> this is this is really good shade. It really is. <laughs> this is like this is like premium shade. I mean, you brought it in. You brought in League of Legends players. Um, isn't Riot trying to detach furiously from FTX simply off the back of uh, SBF? Ah, <laughs> uh, look, making making them be, becoming part of his uh, mythos that he delivers meetings playing league of legends so now riot i i honestly i hadn't heard the riot angle of it but that is hilarious to me yes they're trying but, yeah. to detach from him they're trying to because they're, they're just the association is now so toxic that they're just trying yeah. to. they're trying i think they're trying to they think they were on the hook for like five years 
and a few million like uh, your F1 team. And they're just trying to cut the contract because, first of all, they ain't got no fucking money. And second of all, we cannot be attached to this brand any longer. Please. Please. I, I was going to say, like, aren't they backed by Tencent, though? And then they I are was thinking owned Tencent. By Tencent. Yeah, Tencent. Tencent is uh, got, getting into the larger world of finance. <laughs> Tencent is likely going to be hiding a capital crisis in like the next few years because like there's all this row in the Chinese market because they're going through essentially what our version of the housing collapse of uh 20 28 2017 2018 when did our when did our economy melt down like for the 50th time in recent history I lost track yeah uh, it was... but they're they're uh they're staring at the precipice of some interesting stuff and like it gets into like this wider ethos of like what people are trying to do with crypto. Like the the whole if you want to like put it up there techno libertarian idea of cryptocurrency is to get away from like the use of um like these core fiat currencies that can be manipulated by central banks and governments. But like it it's the whole idea that like Fiat currency doesn't have anything behind it. No. Fiat currency has the threat of violence behind it. Crypto <laughs> has nothing. <laughs> Crypto is just nerds with computers saying, I have money. And a bunch of people that don't want to be, uh, what is it? Is it uh, the greater fool, the greater, the greater fool theory. The, a bunch of people that don't want to be seen as the, the last idiot jumping into, jumping into the pool, trying to throw their money in after it. And hoping to not be the last ones holding the bag when the whole thing goes up in flames. And because all these assets are loosely tied to the marketplace, like when the greater market demands for money and liquidity, like we're going through right now with interest rates ballooning up from the Fed, um, all that money that was being stored into crypto as like a speculative asset has to come out and sure up actual assets like luckily like the whole idea of like market contagion where uh one marketplace can collapse and cause others to fall down seems to be pretty steadily contained inside of the crypto marketplace knocking on wood um but yeah yeah money's weird and crypto's weirder that is the um, title of today's episode. Let me write that down. Please continue. Continue the show, babe. I'm going to go. <laughs> Putting it in the show notes. I think that's my brain dump on like the, the crypto marketplace right now. It, it sucks. Um, I, I say this as someone that has dabbled in it from both like the speculative investment side of it where like I was like, I got $10. Let me like see what it does. And uh, I played around with like crypto mining at like different periods of time when like, hey, cryptocurrency is this new cool thing. And if you have a computer, you can just mine some Bitcoin. I, I did that in like high school or college. I don't remember years anymore. It's all a flat circle. Oh, wow. Um, and then and then like more recently, uh, like I had a computer with like a half decent GPU when like the prices were high and electricity was cheap. So I was like, all right, let's see what I can do. And I use it to keep my room one winter. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. Like, do do we want to go anywhere else about like this? Because like I can I could go deeper, but it, it just gets murkier and like more full of scams the further down you go. I, it seems to be the think... general theme of it is that, and it um, it's always hard because the depth of the scam is always riveting. It's why it's become such a it's become a, like a tentpole of the show is how much of a scam crypto is and continues to be. In such a very clear way. So having people, having different people now kind of elaborate is a personal favorite of mine. And I just have to resist the urge to be like, no, Jared, tell us more. (laughs) Explain the scam. All right. No, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave this like one. I'll leave it at like this a little bit right here. Like, all right. There's like an interesting honestly a philosoph- a philosophical view that was coming out of like the like the tech libertarians of uh, it's like the uh, some sort of like it's basically ethical consumption but doing it the long way um they're basically like hey i'm going to do everything i possibly can right now to make as much money as possible so i can then give that money to efforts to extend uh, extend and revitalize humanity so that we can live for as long as possible. Damn whatever happens right now. And Sam Bateman Freed was kind of the face of this for like a hot second. And like he's he was still on the front of like a bunch of websites about uh, donating to all of these like uh, ecological causes and stuff like that. And it came out in like the interviews that he did after the fact. Um. So the other thing that Sam Bankman Free did, because I'm I'm going to refuse from now on to call this man SBF. I, I swear to the pit of my <laughs> tiny soul. Um but he he basically was the vo- he was a vocal proponent for uh legislation to regulate the crypto market. It actually set him aside from a bunch of people. A lot of the things that he was actually doing. He was advocating, saying, hey, there should really be some rules about doing this shit. (laughs) And it's to the point where, like, yes, he was doing novel illegal things, but it's all just wire fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm kind of going to use this to to segue to another point, because, like, it's to get to something that Bacon said earlier in in the pre-show. Uh... It's so bad. You're just breaking laws that we already have. You're just you're not doing anything advanced. You're just committing wire fraud. He 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 said, "Hey, we should really put some guardrails on this." Driving way outside the guardrails and jumping off the side of the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just like, but you're cuz I I've noticed that like some folks are like, "Well, cryptos are new technology. We don't know how to like prosecutor do any of this legal stuff and i'm looking at some of it and i'm like no no those laws apply yeah like the the it's it's that (laughs) headache of like any sort of law like the legislation and the legal framework exists to take care of this it's the enforcement that's always behind like you you have the laws to understand like what wire fraud is what a ponzi scheme is but what you're what you're missing is having someone at the criminally underfunded and understaffed institution to then 
understand how to go in and uh, over to provide oversight on this sort of institution. Like the the, the type yeah, of I was about to say, yeah, but when yeah. you're but when you're funneling money out of one company, like it's pretty easy. It, it's it's pretty easy. <laughs> like like I, I'm saying it I'm saying it like it's hard. Like in this case, in this case, it, it would it was very easy to look at like the ledger line on this company I is was, I was obviously like, I was like, this is just embezzlement. Yes, it is. It's just straight embezzlement. Like in in some of in some of the grander cases that have come up, yes, enforcement of like crypto, uh, crypto like it's sort of like financial regulation would take a new specialized, uh, specialized enforcement. But like if you just do basic accounting, <laughs> you would have caught this one. <laughs> I was just like, I'm like wait a second. I'm like, you're not even doing like fancy new illegal shit or dubiously legal shit. You're just doing bad old school stuff, like not claiming your taxes. Yeah, just with like high end uh, algorithmic trading. That that's all it all it happened. Like it, it's it's essentially. Uh, what is it? Fanny? I, I'm getting into the weeds, but like it's part of like what happened during like the the mortgage crisis, where basically the bank. The bank's biggest lender turned out to be itself. And when it had to call the loan on itself, it was a problem. <laughs> it's like, where did all this money go? I don't. It, there's so many moving parts for what amounts to basic crime. And it just and. It always makes me laugh, and I'm too amused by it. So I'm going to grab the program by the shirt collar and push it forward down the stairs because I'm obviously having too much fun hearing all the nuance about basic embezzlement <laughs> with a lot of frosting and sugar. And <laughs> this is what's happening. And I'm I'm too amused. I'm tickled by it. I feel kind of bad because there were a lot of people like I, I want I. I, it, it's so much of a scam that I wish it wasn't because... Well, Alright, do you want to not feel bad? Like, I can explain to you why you should absolutely not feel bad on this one. Um, so, okay, go. So, FTX itself is not a common exchange. It's not a it's not a place where people, like, keep... Yes, they were pushing for people, like, you should just deposit your check into FTX and, like, let it, invest that money there. Oh, they, their advertising right when right before that shit hit the fucking fan was insane, and I forget how much I can swear on this. Oh, yeah, be you, free. You be free. Yeah. All right. I'm, All right, I'm here. Oh, beautiful. Um, <laughs> but, like, they're, they're encouraging people to, to deposit their checks, but... FTX is not that type of exchange. Sam, Sam was like really pushing for it to be like uh, the super app sort of exchange idea, but that's not what it is. FTX was a derivatives investment exchange. That's not even an exchange where you're investing your money in the coin. That's an exchange where you're betting on how much the value of the coin is going to fluctuate. This isn't people's livelihood. It's, it's yes, like people lost exchange. millions of dollars. No, this is even beyond stock exchanges. So, so like, we're stock exchanges, like, you're investing in, like, I'm putting money on an asset. No, wait, I'm wait, wait, gambling. No, no, no. This is wild, high-collar gambling. You're just betting on if it's going up or down. 
Yes, that is what a derivative is. Oh. Yeah, don't feel bad for these people. <laughs> like, like the the type of people that are invest, like investing in lost money in the FT, in FTX and like lost a lot of money. It's not like I'm going to go hungry because of the FTX. There may be like two dudes like that, maybe two. Everyone else is. I won't be able to put a, put a uh, put a new set of tires on my Ferrari this year. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I feel sorry for that Ferrari that won't be driven, but I don't feel sorry for the person that lost their money. It isn't the people; it's just um, you know, I'm I'm a big proponent of um options working and being available, and having in a um new option just be a whole ass scam, like on its face, is just it's just disappointing. So I'm just, I'm just like, oh, be, if we could be a little better, things would be a little better. And so. All right. Yeah, I, I, think, this is, I think this is more of the uh, overall, um, you know how with every scam, there's like people who like fall for it, you know, so like. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't mean it like that. I mean. <laughs> we got these marks right here. <laughs> these fucks, these dumb fucks right here, right? No. <laughs> Fuck you. That's not what I mean. That's just, I'm sorry. That is how I okay, understand. Like, okay. Okay. That for example, like sounded. that, like, like a lot of MLMs, like you have, yeah. you have, and some of them aren't even as horrible-esque as the, Others like you have like the Avon ladies, right? And the I went Avon because all your aunties, <laughs> all of your aunties were with Avon or Mary Kay. It was one of the. Two. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the Avon. I'm laughing because I just like hit the idea that Twitch is nothing but a giant MLM. Yes, but we'll we'll, we'll, re we'll return is. to that at a later point. <laughs> it is one hundred percent. They're they're going further down it. Um. The only thing that makes it better is that you get direct donation money from people. Like, not the, like, I but mean, bacon. not outside of but Twitch. But bacon, bacon, that's just your downstream, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's the point. Go on, go on, go on. Work for the downstream. Um, but anyway, so, like, there's, uh, you have, like, all the MLMs, et cetera, like, there's that one leggings company I can't remember the name of that really fucked over a lot of people. Um, but you have like a lot of people who are like looking for additional income to try and just make things LuLaRoe? easier, a little bit easier. Was it called yes. LuLaRoe? Yes. Yes, LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe was hot for so long and I was like watching that shit and I was like, you scare me. Um, is flat tummy tea still around? I don't know about that one. Yes, flat tummy tea is still around. Not doing as good because I think there was like a food poisoning is incident. Um, I thought that the food poisoning was the point. <laughs> so you got these marks. I think the FDA had to get involved. <laughs> So you got these marks, right? You got these fucking idiots. Anyway, but yeah, so there, there are people who are just trying to make extra money mm. who just trying out a thing and they're the ones who are like victims of the scheme. And then, uh, and then, of course, you have like 
the other scams, which are like where you know the old school ones where you know you've got the the African prince. Like they are specifically designed to target all of the people that they are meant to target. A lot of the MLMs specifically are meant to a lot of MLMs specifically are meant to target like housewives or like uh like single middle aged women of specific like backgrounds and whatnot all. Um and cryptocurrency just looks like another one that's aimed at like uh people who want to make money through tech like like there's there's all sorts of get rich quick schemes and everybody falls for like one of them at some point in their life i mean we'd like to get rich quick because we all want to fucking get rich quick and so i think it's a way out of the capitalist hellscape but we all want a way out of the capitalist hellscape and we and so like this is kind of like there are people who got caught up in that because it was such a loud and it was such a, a a backed by people who we are told to trust. Like we're specifically told to trust people in like STEM. Like that this is a way to make money and get out of the capitalistic hellscape. And I kind of hate that it has become that because like, Drinking, leaning into drinking the Kool-Aid for crypto for a second, like to actually use crypto the way it is envisioned to be used is fucking hard. (laughs) It is not something that like an average person is going to uh, going to get into. And like that's and part of that is by these wild fluctuations and booms in the price of it. like. For crypto to be what they want it to be, it needs to be boring. Like, it should be looking at, like, the price fluctuation on any cryptocurrency versus another. Should be looking at, like, the change in the dollar against the yen. Like, that, that is really what it needs to get to. Like, the but, point that we're at that right now, where it's a specu- <laughs> Sort of, yeah. Like, the the... <laughs> Like the the whole idea of it was supposed to be like there's only ever going to be like a fixed amount of that asset, but in a marketplace that allows people to dump unlimited money against that asset, then yeah, like there there are some currencies that are meant to like the point where it was understood that like the crypto marketplace was insane, where where when stuff like when there was the Dogecoin explosion of the early twenty twenty of early twenty twenty one, what like Dogecoin created to be an actual meme about how pointless creating cryptocurrency currency was was exploding in value, and people were saying Dogecoin to a dollar was when crypto like went fully and entirely off the rails. <laughs> like it, it's it's broken. Uh, a lot of the heat needs to be taken out of the system. Like it's not. In 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 the pie in the sky view, I feel like the Square guy is not meant to be a speculative asset. Doesn't doesn't the person who owns Square the one who owns Bitcoin right now? I think he's uh, I think he's still actively trying. There there are a lot of people that are like really trying to like get like the, to legitimate a lot of stuff, and oh god, because of the war in Ukraine. 
there are other efforts uh, of central banks to establish like their own sort of uh, index cryptocurrencies where they're pegged against the value of their of their net currency so that there's like a a rapid means of exchange of value um because like for all the ills crypto does like solve a number of headaches of the existing way we handle money in the world just because like the way we handle money even on networks is essentially being treated like you're shipping making shipments of cash from one bank to another Whereas crypto kind of alleviates a lot of that, and a lot of that's also alleviated because there's no red tape, and a lot of that international money exchange stuff is like kind of swept on the rug. But that's neither here nor there. That that's just uh, complicated international crime stuff that we don't have to look at right now. But um, like there there are these big projects where like uh the Russian central bank is well, the Russian central bank is attempting to issue their own cryptocurrency, mostly to avoid international sanctions. But it's a thing. And some people are excited about it for like reasons, but like there have been like rumblings coming out of both the Fed and uh, the British Central Bank to say like, hey, we're going to create our own like central uh, centralized currency, which more or less entirely goes against the spirit of what like crypto is supposed to be. And but it also like puts that doesn't work. I know the spirit doesn't work. The spirit is based on a five-year-old's in, uh, conception of like what how government should work, and that shit doesn't work because uh, I was about to say, uh, oh yeah, libertarianism is a is a concept for children, and once you actually step onto the real world, you realize that maybe I do need someone to say that my neighbor just can't turn my fences down and push the line back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like no we don't want structure or rules and then they find out why we need structure and rules and they're like oh yep but they won't admit in that moment that's why you need structure and rules that's the thing but but, that's the bit but bacon what about structure and rule and rules and arts i thought i could just go online and take anyone's picture i wanted didn't we say i can just right fuck you for that didn't didn't we just say i can right click save a picture a while ago (laughs) Yep. Fuck you for that segue. I've been trying to wind it up for a while, but you're welcome. God, I hate you. Uh, so we are not talking about NFTs. We're talking about the other right click and save controversy that's hitting all of the internet right now, and not just the internet because it's uh, it's pretty big. So probably heard a little bit about Art AI probably have you know might have downloaded an app made some cool avatars or like spent a couple bucks to like make cool pictures of yourself or of whatever um not gonna lie wouldn't recommend doing that right now to be honest <laughs> nothing like selling your facial recognition uh, like that gag of hey I, i'm so worried about the government having access to facial recognition I, data on me i'm gonna upload a high resolution picture of my uh, image to a database Listen, we all gave up semblance, like overall privacy to either convenience or entertainment or a combination of the both. Um, That does not mean we need to continue to give up, further give up privacy whenever uh, that is, whenever the opportunity arises. Like we don't need to like, 
give Amazon our medical information. <laughs> for for reasons I'm not going to go into much further than saying that it happened. The United States government lost all of my personal credit history, life history, biomedical records, and uh, identifying ins- information to the CCP. So, hey, you two, hey, yeah! friends, <laughs> hey, high five. <laughs> so it doesn't mean i need to like give them updates to all of that information any faster <laughs> right so there are a couple companies there's multiples of them they're kind of popping up in the same way that crypto companies kind of pop up uh one of the big ones is uh lion l-a-i-o-n um essentially what it is it's a bunch of uh like researchers and tech what they did is they they decided to build an ai but in order to build the ai they had to um create these they had to create data sets for the ai because you have to you have to in order to trade an ai you need to feed it material to train it on um so what they did is uh, absolutely legally and with full consent of everybody involved scraped the entire internet of images uh totally like stock photos stuff off of deviant art uh random picture of your kid you posted on a blog that you forgot about the entire internet over got scraped for images and then they fed those images to the ai to train it and there's a couple different ais so what I'm going to really like talk about right now is like the art AIs. Um, Dolly is one of them. Um, you you might have seen like some yelling if you have any friends who like were using a, a deviant art or who are anti Adobe or just trying to save money and use uh, Clip Studio Paint uh, using um, an AI that's you that's uh, using stable diffusion. Studio, stable diffusion. Yep. Uh. Sorry, it gets it gets a little confusing because so like there's the data sets, right? And then they use the data sets to create the AIs, but then you can create a custom AI from those data sets. Um or like a the a bit or or uh, make a ba- make an AI that's based off of another AI to like suit your perf- purposes more mm-hmm. finely. So, stable diffusion is one of the big ones that's been in the news right now. Um, again, stable diffusion is entirely built off of stole. All of these art AIs are it's entirely built off of stolen artwork and stolen photos. That they that is their base data sets. Um, so again, without permission, all of like all of these AIs are like the basis of this is stolen pictures and artwork not paid for they just let they just let stuff loose um this is very important to remember so again there's a couple of them i'm gonna go into the i'm gonna go into the the shit with deviantart so deviantart had decided to use um decided to go into the art AI and DeviantArt had already been making people upset. DeviantArt had already lost a lot of people's goodwill. Um, 
DeviantArt decided to have an art, like have an art AI that can be used as a tool um, so that artists can, uh, like you enter a prompt essentially, and then an AI gives you an image. And this image is made, it, it's, a, it's a very artistic looking image because it's a combination of art pieces. Like it's a combination of art styles, et cetera. So you can type in like Kermit eating cake and it'll give you like this very artistic looking version of a, of what it thinks of Kermit eating a cake is. Um, right. And this is an AI. It cannot, it, it has no creativity. It, everything in it is from, it learned from stolen artwork. So like people's art styles, you in some areas you can see it hasn't scrubbed out the copyright symbols <laughs> or like, you know, on Shutterstock, how there's a watermark. Mm -hmm. There'll be like ghosts of watermarks in some of the pictures. <laughs> um, so they, and again, it was based off of the stable diffusion. And so what they had is, is they automatically made it so that everybody's artwork was automatically opted into this AI without anybody's consent. Which means when they rolled it out everybody's artwork was already opted into stable diffusions art into this art ai so again the uh, pushback was severe because one the ai was already built off of their stolen artwork and so now they're wanting to further train the ai this ai specifically that deviant art is using um off of more artwork w without permission. But again, the artwork was already stolen. Very smart on DeviantArt's uh, part. Um, after many people just fully deleted all of their artwork and per like destroyed their accounts, full accounts that were like decades, because DeviantArt's been around for decades. Um, uh, DeviantArt reversed this and made it to where it is not automatically opted in, but in instead, it's uh, you yourself can opt in to have your art be put into the AI. And um, there's some other couple policy changes that they had already that they had made as well. But I mean, at that point, the damage is already done. No. Um, I. Good summary. I have no notes. <laughs> like, as like me and you talked about it a bit, uh, a bit earlier in the week. Like, I I understand it from very much from the artist because like I I've seen like two major arguments about this come up from artists. It, the one y'all stole my art. <laughs> part of it is already hella bad. The second part of it is this is just a way for people to further devalue and degrade artists and like make the, like try to avoid paying artists to provide like this sort of concept stuff. Like one of these arguments I agree with one of them. I I I less so agree with because I'm a a filthy pleb with like limited drawing capabilities. So like the idea of being able to like ignore start all right we're we're gonna we're gonna come back and visit the ethical part of this at the beginning 
because I, I I'm gonna talk about the use case for it and why I think like using it at some point if if the ethical side of it can ever be be calmed down on because like the the side of me that's like this is a cool tool because I want to be able to like describe a concept and show it to someone and then have them make this for me better. <laughs> And uh, the side of me that's like, uh, but y'all stole all this stuff from people. It, it, there are two sides of this that are very hard, very hard to square. Um, oh yeah, it does not meet copyright at like, yeah. like this. So copyright laws are very intense, and this, this because it's new technology does fall under like, how does this fare under copyright? Um, there's already been like a court case because there was somebody who was trying to um, get the copyright, get copyright on the artwork that was done through the AI. But they're like, you, the AI can't copyright it. Like the a, you can't copyright it to an AI. You cannot. Yeah. And this was machine made. And you can't do this because like, you can't copyright it because it was also machine made. So there's already like a court case. I think there's gonna, it's going to be in appeals right now. But um, yeah. it got. There's another wild thing about like people trying to oh God, AI AI artists getting mad at other people stealing their prompts that are being used to generate these images, and <laughs> uh, it, it's almost like I'm tired. I'm tired. Like I'm no, like you, you can't, can't you can't copyright a prompt. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Yeah. If you don't, if you want copywritten work, if you want to copyright your work, then you can't, you can't do the art AI. Yeah. Because again, this AI, it, the AI is trained off of art and, and trained to mimic existing art styles. Like these, it, yeah. it's. Because like in. AIs cannot be created. You can tell it. Give me, give me an image based off of, or, or like mimicking such and such in the style of so and so, or like in the case of like Chat GPT, write me a song or write me a story in the style of so on and so on and so forth. Like you're, yes, like if you allow it to have its own view or its own voice, it's going to choose what it believes to be the, um what's the word believes to be the most appealing image to you and that's going to be like based on whatever like it's training algorithm says hey this is what art is or who we believe art is presently um but like it's it, it isn't it isn't a like like bacon is saying it's not a creative force it is it's rote imitation um it, it's trying to blend things but not successfully so I'm going to I'm going to on the on the cheap art aspect, I'm going to I've got two examples based off of articles. Thank you. Um, one of the big ones that's happening that's like really been getting viral um, is Lensa AI. Uh, Lensa is a um, in general, you can make like profile pictures off of it. It's It's just a digital like little little social media digital kind of like photo program and it launched a photo editing app that um as part of its photo editing app it released like a magic avatars 
and it uses um it uses like 10 user uploaded images and again stable diffusion to generate portraits in a variety of digital art styles so like for eight bucks you get 50 unique avatars for eight dollars there is a level with companies that'll they'll just do a good enough sort of thing now mm -hmm. there's several issues with this again you have cheap like very cheap art that can replace labor and that and this art is again based off of stolen techniques and stolen artwork um second off there's a massive privacy issues here because everything that gets uploaded goes into the ai and because also the ai is trained off of the internet there's been a lot of issues with sexualization between uh, from women and uh, various marginalized identities. So a lot of like black women found some like they would put it like fully clothed pictures in and it would come out nude. Um, there. You can very easily <laughs> uh, with some of these art AIs make porn. Jesus. Because again, <sighs> well, it is an AI that is learned, that is taught from scraping the internet. What do we know about the internet and biases? I learned everything I know about the internet from Avenue Q. And I think that's where I'm going to leave that one. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I've. Uh... I'm, I, I realize okay. I realize Chucky. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying no, here? No, 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 I'm on no, I'm on stable diffusion. No, I'm fucking around. I, I, I couldn't hear you. You're I, not I am he's on stable I, diffusion fucking around. Right. I um I heard the arguments before, like I saw some pictures and then I saw the wave of arguments from artists. So then I was like, I'm just gonna not do this. Because all my artists, friends, they all can't be banging all the pots and pans for their health. So I'm going to pass. So I actually have never even bothered <laughs> to even inquire. This is like my first actual time wandering around, even even uh, exploring the tool. All I yeah. know, all I know, as I'm, I'm just, I realize I'm very militant about it. All I know is that there is a, there is a, there is always a push against paying you for your skill. That's all I know. If you have a skill, somebody wants to not pay you for it. <laughs> so anything that makes it easier to not pay someone for their skill, I am for the absolute destruction of it from orbit. Now, if we were better, we could do stuff. We're like shitty kids at recess. Nobody gets to go outside because we're shitty. We go outside and we slam yeah. each other around and we break all the windows and we harass all the people in the street. So nobody gets to go on recess. So as a result, no recess. It would be great if we could use these tools reasonably <laughs> to improve our own lives. I can't draw for shit. It would be great if I could pay to have some type of ethically ethically uh, managed AI to just put a little just put a little panache on it. Just a little just this, you know, just season it a little bit. Like, that's all. I just I just need a picture so I can like give someone that can actually do art 
Yes. So like I'm not well, paying. Also, I'm not, like, also wasting someone that can actually do art's time. Also, it is um, actually a really cool tool for, tool for artists because like inspiration. Like you can conceptualize so quickly. Inspiration is great when you're in a block. When you're and sometimes you just need that extra visualization, and then you can turn that into something else. But again, these aren't ethically made. Mm-hmm. And um, part of the reason why Stable Diffusion is going to be the big name that's going around is because we know how Stable Diffusion was put together. Uh, uh, The company behind Stable Diffusion has been very transparent about the entire process. Uh, The the ones responsible for Dolly 2 has never released proprietary data. We know nothing. But we do know they scraped the entire internet. And we do know it was without consent. And we do know that every fucking thing that got uploaded and every prompt that was put in went further to drain the AI. Um, Also with Lenza, a person put their childhood, like their childhood photos in and received back porn. Right. Nudes of their child photos. Right. So this is where because it doesn't know it's an AI. Yeah. And another person through another one of these AI apps found their medical records. Yeah. And and sorry, to go back on to like it doesn't know. You I can understand in a way where it may be difficult to train like an image generating AI. No, no, the whole sorry, I'm saying this and like I'm getting the realization of like what I'm about to say. Like the whole point of the image generating AI is to understand the nature of the images that it is consumed, break it down into individual components, and then use that to reconstitute pictures based on recommendation and requests from the user. Now, saying that it doesn't know what it puts together means that it cannot analyze an image that is looking at No, it cannot. No, but it should be, like, but, technically speaking, it should be able to. Because, like, all right, uh, I'm going to go to a different example. I can, I'm going to go to a different example. Right. Because, like, chat, ooh, shit, sorry. Chat GPT can, like, look at the question you're asking it, look at the response it's about to generate, and say, I can't tell you that I'm not meant to, like, provide X, Y, and Z information. Now, people will say, like, oh, I tricked it to do these different things. No, you essentially forced it into a logical hole where that's the only answer so it gets now, a little it gets a little bit more tricky because again it's art they're images and it was trained off of images and right, on top of like, being trained off of images, like saying, they have to go in and man in order to adjust it they have to manually go in and adjust it which funny enough they did some stuff where it um I think oh shit hold on I have to look up it was really fucking funny people were so angry um but like but like saying that it couldn't recognize that hey there's nudity in in something in this picture and maybe I shouldn't return it it is like as uh someone that dabbles on the spicier side of discord um discord can tell your pictures when you're uploading them of what the content is like I don't know like what their automated moderation system is but they have them and saying that they can't implement something like that. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying they can't. I'm not saying they can't implement it. That is not what I said. They say it's not, but like you're saying like it, like, I said it as it is 
It currently doesn't. It currently it didn't know. They actually had to go in and adjust it so that it could not mimic certain styles and it would uh, uh, do much less not safe for work content and people were angry. Hey, buddy, feed me a little less porn. <laughs> Literally had to go in there because they had to go in there and like manually like go through and add stuff to the images and like add things in and because for each image there's like words yeah absolutely that's that's how it it like when like an ai breaks down an image like that it it associates words and descriptors with it so like yeah. it's not like it just scrapes the image it pulls the metadata it pulls the um it pulls the descriptions and the text in the body around it to get an idea of like what the picture is and then associate it with other yeah. things. Yeah, so they, went, they, they, they did a little more fine-tuning on the metadata. Uh, also, but that's the why thing like, is, I have side-eyed the accessibility. Like, I understand the accessibility stuff that like you're helping, you're actually helping people without vision be able to appreciate and enjoy the internet. You're also helping to train the AIs. This wouldn't be a problem if it was with consent. <laughs> However, some but people I, also I, ahead, some people also try to get around the metadata and be like, here's a very explicit image without very explicit metadata. It's how it's how you spread around child porn. Again, the entire internet and all of its biases and all of the good stuff and all the bad went into making these. <sighs> I just made a point you didn't want to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um God, I had I had a, a point. Yeah, here we go. Um so and like all the good and all the bad. Cause I, I guess like a, a point of this that like I kind of keep coming around on and I, I was kind of saying it half in jest when we were talking about it before but it's the whole idea that it, it's it's kind of the worst reversal of what we were expressing in the discussion of nfts where uh it makes no sense to uh, uh, try to attempt attempt to associate value with like these images on the internet because like if you tokenize it and try to like say well this is mine it's the only one that's like it well what's to stop me from saving it and making like umpteen million copies of the file and i i was i, I kind of said like the the ai art the ai like art development teams looked at that uh, discussion and said bet let's see how far we can take this and run with it and like it's pushing the free and open concept of the internet out to the breaking point. And like, it, it's that like it's out there in public for everyone's consumption, but you're not supposed to take it and repurpose it for something like this. But that, th this may be my ignorance that that feels more like a suggestion of an, in of the internet and not a law. And no, it's not ethical. Yes, people should like have the right to say, please don't train AI on my work. 
I mean, but by the time you say don't train AI, my AI, don't train your AI my work, it's already trained. Which is yeah. part of the issue. Yeah. And it, it, uh it's giving the genies out of the bottle and like we can reinforce the ideas going forward, but I'm very pessimistic about like ever getting a uh a reasonable uh, a reasonable uh solution to this it's gonna be ugly um one of the biggest um art port like professional art portfolio um websites um art station uh there's currently a protest on it because and when I mean and I mean professional I mean people who make video games post their portfolios there like people who work with like movies who do uh like the really big design work and character design work like all of they there is an expectation to post your portfolio on artstation it is a professional mm -hmm. website and they've been allowing a art ai which is has, it they've been allowing RDI to train or they've been allowing RDI to post? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh no. And they were gonna do their own art AI as an assisted tool and allow those images to be on there. So this is admittedly something I did not look into before I started messing around with, but uh as a uh, slave to Adobe for uh, photography purposes, uh, they've started incorporating AI tools into um, their photo editing suite. Now, it's not anything like like AI image generation or anything like that. It's it's AI identification. So uh, it's like speed up masking. So it does like AI subject detection and AI in, in like now even more granular where it can like identify hair in your pictures and teeth and eyes so like the time that you would normally take to go in and mask this stuff in by hand now you say all right ai go through and identify these points for me and then guess I'll guess where up. else that technology is where it's in uh cell phone picture taking apps oh well yeah there's that <laughs> brighten your teeth change the shape of your face but in the right spots. Um, Give me the 2022 Korean special. Listen, some of them Korean apps. Um, <laughs> buddy, I'm like, I don't think anybody in the world is this white. Um, now nah, we got to get that milky white skin. We, have, right, to, we have to seen. make you look like a pure ghost. Like you're not actually real. We want uh, we want you to look like a gray alien with the white balance cranked all the way to the left. Bruh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so as part of the arts art station, of course, like professionals are on art station. Um, they uh, did a protest and were removing their portfolios and uploading the same image over and over, which is a giant A with a red circle slashing through it and it says no AI generated images. You know why? Because it's a fucking professional website. And 
there is a huge there's been there's been threads up and down about it how what it means in like a work setting there are always people who are going to try and pay for cheap over quality always this is why we have fiverr this is why we have whatever the fuck there's another one that other people use and every time i i don't even have to look at like they don't have to give me a receipt or tell me where it's from and i automatically know the company who did it it's so bad because they make the same consistent mistakes all over. Um, Is it freelancer? Freelancer is definitely one of them. Fe- I'm trying to remember what it is because the other one FedEx uses. I cannot remember for the life of me. Um, but yeah, all of the like all those fast edit websites, like people, I mean, they they exist for a reason. They're also shit, um, but they're cheap, and so people don't mind paying for bad quality because it's cheap who cares i just got a logo redesigned for five dollars when really that's like 150 it doesn't look great but it was five dollars and it does what i need i don't care if it looks good like that whole thing exists um translation like professional translators like the whole translating industry has been royally (sighs) fucked by ai I have been reading a manhwa that has switched over to AI translation. It, it's mostly switched it's switched over to AI translation because no one else is working on it. And I have not been sadder. <laughs> like, could you at least proofread it before you put it in there? Homie? Well, and so what they do, what they do for translators, uh, they will so what they'll they'll do is they'll have it, they'll run the translation through in AI. And then they'll give it to translators and they want the translators to fix it. And it takes more time than if the translator had just translated it and they're getting paid less. So this is the state of translation. Like translation, like we're already here with translators. Um, With in the professional way, like, yes, it is a great creative tool, but in no sort of way is it actually a good production tool. Like, it's not going to, we're not ever going to be in a spot where, like, we're going to have AI generated, like, environments for games because that would be terrible. I think there's already one that has an AI generated environment and it doesn't work. Think of how far off the rails games that already had procedurally generated backgrounds and planets and stuff like that were and how much tuning has to be done after the fact to make sure it's just not murder world after murder world after murder world also like like the the physical nature of it like to make it actually work with the rest of the game at all like on a functional level takes just as much work as if you had just done it from scratch Like, there's definitely places where, like, it can be nice in an assisted way, but on a professional in production environment level, it's just not useful. Um, Again, useful for, like, creativity and, like, prompts and stuff like that. But, like, when we're talking about, like, actual production work, like, like, like the the nitty gritty, like, the gross, the gross part of production work, it's not useful there. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's probably not going to be for, like, 50 years. (laughs) If ever. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I have, I have, I feel like it's all bad. Um, it's, it's all bad. bad place right now. Also, yeah. please stop like, uploading your personal pictures. <laughs> yeah. 
so we're okay to nuke it from orbit because I realize the discussion is whether we should be destroying this from orbit or not. And you, um, we are a very positive person, Jared. But um, I've, uh, oh, I've I'm so anti-AI to the T Lambs launcher. Uh, I will pull some strings and see if I can get that tomahawk strike on the way. Yeah, you go. and there you go. Yeah, That's, um, it's oh, dark thirty. Uh, your response? Yeah, if we were better, things would be better but we're not so things suck that's why we hate it here specifically that sentence is why we hate it here because it could be better because you see it that's the whole conversation was. jared saw it that's not the way it is so yeah like uh i was i was going to make it uh i was going to try and make another cheeky uh segue but this story is just so gross and there there's like even more darkness behind it um bacon what's going on in texas uh fuck i forgot about texas okay so this is completely not on the rails but i feel it's like really necessary to bring it up because of how many people it affects and also i need to remind this is also goes to a reminder of don't fucking start trying to be like let's let's Get rid of this whole state. We don't need this whole state because fucking people live there. Um, The attorney general of Texas uh, tried to collect a list of people who had changed their gender on their state driver's license um, from the Texas Department of Public Safety. And it's actually worse than that. It's not just licenses. It's any identification like any identification anything where like the id didn't match like the title like the gender didn't match like on like house or car information or any of that anything where that went through the department of licensing where there was a note of a gender change um well unfortunately it's even broader than that it's anything where a name was changed and a name was changed which also it's not even it's not and or if your name has been changed and yes. uh, and or your gender have been changed like any it, like basically he asked for the change log from the, yes. the Texas Department of Safety and the like one it, it's uh, it's the administration of Governor Abbott and I forgot what his uh, um, AG's name is but is it Ken Paxton? Yeah, yes. Ken Paxton. That yes. man that Attorney is General still, Ken Paxton. Uh, yeah, that that motherfucker that is uh, still at trial for various other reasons. Um, ignore the embezzlement, uh, as with all good things. Uh, they are silent about the why, and it's not like the communities that have been targeted and made and victimized by wave after wave of uh, anti-LGBTQIA plus legislation inside of Texas are confused at all about like what's going on, but it's the fact that they're silent. Yeah, this man literally tried to make a register. And in the whole like boycott Texas, et cetera, like don't do anything. Again, there are people who live there, mm-hmm. who are trapped there, 
who cannot leave and don't have the finances and who are now very, and there are more people who are very, very scared. Um, like just on the gender alone, just on the gender change alone, it's, um, cause again, it's gender and or name, uh, the gender change alone pulled over 16,000 logs. That's 600,000 people who are being targeted by the attorney general and by the government of Texas. Yeah. Who live uh, there. When did this happen? Literally the other day. Yeah. <laughs> well, when it released, I think it happened way earlier. Yeah, the articles on it are dated back on the 14th. And... Even as like late as today, the um the AG's office has been silent about like, hey, the, like the AP. It's not like just random people have been asking. Like the AP, uh, the Washington Post have been in contact with the Attorney General's office. They're like, oh, we're closed for the holidays. We'll get you an answer in the new year. And no, no, no. There's been freedom. In, there's been there's been information requests. And they're just trying to like avoid it. You know, they're you're gonna stonewall this until the new year comes, and <sighs> it's all bad. It's all bad. Jesus. It's all bad. Um, they're definitely like if you live in Texas, I would check out resources, local and not local, to you, um, because anxiety is a whole thing and. Having an idea or just talking to somebody makes things help. Um, uh, yeah, like there's this idea of like what it means to feel and live like a free person inside, like to feel at home in your state. And the mass data collection and identification of like these affected peoples is. Uh, definitely like one of the largest affronts to like private the the assumed right to privacy that everyone experiences and under the current administration of the supreme court it i don't think there's any real real direct route for satisfaction in a in a reasonable sense here no because our current supreme court is very anti-trans at the moment Although there might be very some, anti-trans and the rest actually, of the state are very likely to be embraced. But there might be some good news on the medical front. So I need to look more oh. into that. Um, it looks like that uh, any healthcare provider that gets uh, federal funding has to follow that specific whatever that says what is required to be covered under healthcare, and all of the trans stuff is on there i can't remember what the fuck it's called off the top of my head right now because my brain just stopped working because i'm in a cfs brain fog <laughs> you <laughs> i'm trying to uh all my my brain stopped working about healthcare stuff after Obamacare uh after Obamacare health uh court God hours. I wish that was the case over here <laughs> Yeah yeah I well I, I I don't know I wish I could be helpful I'm sorry Hold on hold on hold on hold on give me 2 seconds I think I know where I can find it Meow 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 Um 
the standards of care version eight. Oh. The WPATH standards of care. Hold on. Let me go look at it. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, court rules that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois cannot administer health plans with uh, gender affirming care exclusions. Um, third party administrators that accept federal funds cannot discriminate when in administering employer sponsored health plans is what it is. Mm. Uh, and that means every and every major provider take, get, takes federal funds. And not not to try to be Debbie Downer on this, like, but wasn't there the whole um, Hobby Lobby decision that basically said that, like, well, we don't have to pay for uh, medical procedures that we find uh, violate our religious whatever? Yes, but they can change health care plans. This is okay. federally funded healthcare plans. So if the healthcare it gets money from the federal government. That's the okay. key part. If that makes sense. It does. I think so. Yeah. No, I I guess I was getting wrapped around like cuz you you said that all medical all major medical providers are receive money from the federal government but the company can change its medical provider, but no medical provider doesn't take money from the government. It's a nice little loophole. <laughs> I, 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 I guess like, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's the, that's the double end around. Go fuck yourself right there. So. <laughs> that's the double. Yeah, this was December 19th. A federal judge today ruled that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois cannot exclude coverage for medically necessary gender-affirming care and its administration of employee-provided uh, ERISA health plans. This follows the district court's November 9th, 2022 order certifying a class compromise of individuals who were, are, or will be denied pre-authorization coverage for gender-affirming care. Um, uh, because they were trying to stop a person from uh, getting uh, care. I, I hate to look into my shitty crystal ball, but that's when Texas is going to say, well, we're just going to say that you need a special license in order to perform, perform these gender-affirming care procedures, and we're not going to let anyone in the state get the special, super special license and we're going to put them out of business using the same strategy that they did to close down. The they're going to try to they're going to try to find something or they just might make their own state health care that doesn't take federal money that and uh, let uh, employers opt into that one. We're going to offer you ranger care in the state of Texas because we don't need that federal money. Actually, and then they can. <laughs> yeah. Um, branded, <laughs> yeah, branded you Texas bigger. You see it. Texas is the most ex excellently branded place I've ever heard of and been in my life. Um, branded bigot Texas. Do you healthcare. not need? Yep. Yeah. No, it's gonna be. Do you not need the federal government giving you telling you what to do with your body? 
But what we're going to provide for you is Ranger Care. It's going to give you the same feeling of driving down the road in your F-150. <laughs> fucking hate you. It's true. That's yeah. why you asked me to be here. I mean, it's, it's so true. Oh my god, you so pulled out true. the angel voice. Um, we have, like, there have been, there have been, like, advertisements like that for, like, aluminum foil and sandwich oh. bags. So, like, I, H-E-B, I, Bucky's. Yeah, it's just like, and it's just like someone talking like that, and it's like for the feeling of home, and it's just some lady bagging up sandwiches, and I'm like, why is the Marlboro man here? Like, don't you have anything else to do than to? Than no, they said I didn't sell cigarettes to children anymore, so I gotta do. <laughs> 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 We got to sell sandwich bags and aluminum foil. Touche, Jared. Touche. Speaking of poor branding. Reach out. Also, yeah, reach out to your friends who live in Texas. They might need an ear right now. Like, check in on them. They might not even tell you, but, like, just be kind. Be kind. Uh, Try to be understanding. I know people from Texas don't make it easy to be kind to them. But, but there are delightful people in Texas, like Aaron, and I know a number of trans people in Texas who yes. are very scared right now, and right. my whole heart goes out to them. Yeah. Texas and Florida right now, it's a it's hard being trans right there. Right. That's my understanding of being in Texas. So Yeah. People live here. It's just hard. So. Just hard in the country. Those states don't make it any easier. No. no, I'm really hoping that in the next two years we get some shit gone through in the next election. I'm just, I'm already over the next election cycle and it's barely started. Um, we have to go through a Republican primary. Yes, <sighs> we do. Well, no, well, technically we went through the Republican primary. Now we're going through the big primary. Because mm-hmm. midterms is usually the ones that Republicans win and take over. Yeah. And Luckily. No, I was talking about like the Republican presidential primary that's going to kick off in. Oh, sorry. I was, uh, no, I, was black, I was blacking weeks. that out. That is. No. That okay. Is. The, one, the one thing I'm excited about for that is watching DeSantis go against Trump. What, so you can watch a man gargle another man's balls on national television? One of them's going down. There are. Now, on one hand, that is going to be a fantastic plane wreck. On the other hand, that is also 25 minutes of conversation. I will not be watching any of it. Um, I feel like... I will happily bite the bullet for us. Right. <laughs> I think it's I excuse think, me. Happily isn't a stretch. I would. I will see that. I mean, I'm heavily relying on the party to um, pull itself apart over this shit. So I'm there for it. It's critical <laughs> in in our in our in our democracy going forward that the party kind of uh, pull itself apart. So I'll be there watching, hoping that the worst happens. Can we have drinking parties and or like? Not drinking parties because I can't drink very much. But can we have like, like, can we just like get a pile of sweets and like 
and savories. Chocolate wasted. Mm. Yeah, choco wasted. I mean, why don't we just have, we can have a drinking party, but like percentages. So instead of having a drinking party, you have like, say, we'll have like, um, we'll have uh, maybe like a criteria. No, 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 Pop-Tarts. We'll just have um, a Pop-Tart right now so bad. (laughs) Same. Just barrier. So like, you know, you have one, you have one drink and then like five, no, no, eight non-alcoholic drinks. So by the time you get to the next drink. This would be around the time when you would have regretted playing a traditional drinking game. Oh, no, 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 no. So for me, how it would have to work, because you don't understand, my my sensitivity to alcohol definitely increased with the CFS and chronic pain. And because I found out that, uh, sorry, chronic fatigue syndrome, which I have, it's awful, don't recommend, please get vaccinated and wear a mask and don't and try your best to not get COVID, cannot recommend, and mine's not even COVID re- related. Please don't get this. You don't want it. Um, can't do anything. Uh, but it can increases sensitivities to stuff. So like my my sudden increase to sensitivity to certain foods or medications. Like I remember how every medication I was taking, I was having an allergic reaction to. Mm-hmm. That's why. Huh. Jeez. My body was just freaking out. It's not like I'm allergic, allergic to it. It's just. My immune, my immune system doesn't know what the fuck is going on. I mean, neither do I, but it really doesn't know. Um, and the doctors don't know because they don't know what CFS is. Um, but so for me, I need like one, like one sip and then like four, four, like, like what one sip of the alcoholic drink and like five sips of the non-alcoholic drink and like a pastry. That's fine. Well, the dripping game, the, the drinking game would be a sip. It would be yeah. A... So for like, I think I need like like you know one of those um, the the measuring the 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 liquid measuring drip things. I I like to think we'll just give you a dropper and it'll just be yeah like, dropper. Thank you. It'll be like a kegger, except we'll just put a little drop on your tongue and be like wow. <laughs> <laughs> just like drop drop drop. And I'm like I'm like I'm like a quarter of the way into my cider. I'm real tipsy, y'all. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I mean, that's a really cheap. I, like I'm more, drunk. We're, we're more likely to do a drinking game now that you literally require a um, thimble of alcohol to get slushed. <laughs> like that is economical as fuck. Look, I am cheap. The, drunk is better for drinking games. I am right. the cheapest date that could possibly happen right now. Listen, I, I understand chronic fatigue syndrome sucks, but it is easy on the wallet. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Woo! Hey. Considering how much money I just spent on whiskey, I would really appreciate not being a heavy alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, when my, my best friend's family came up to visit and his sister's just like, you want another drink? And I'm like, uh, halfway through mine. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And they're like, are, are you are you sure? Do you like, are you, do you not like your drink? And I'm like, no, the drink is great. I'm the problem. <laughs> it, it me, it not you, it not the drink, it me. <laughs> <laughs> please get your vaccines <laughs> please for the love of god get vaccinated i need to go get my second second round how i don't it, it's been so uh, long. i don't know how omicron booster are you on the new booster i got my last booster in 
April. Then so you're on I the new boo- booster. I'm on the new shit. Yeah, you're on the new shit then. I'm getting mine on the 23rd because apparently like they're all free up around Christmas and I'm like, bitch, get me. <laughs> no, my uh my my uh job that I can't talk about uh has me traveling a lot. <laughs> and being in confined spaces with hundreds of people for extended periods of time. Yeah. And, uh, the number of people at my job that are happily just talking to me without a mask on, breathing their air on my face, like, yeah, no, I don't believe in getting these vaccines. Why the fuck are you still here? Why are you breathing in my face? Anyway, on that note, we should uh, wrap this show up and then continue our jibber-jabber after. We have to uh, wrap I wanted to say an old person phrase. Jibber jabber is more well, jibber jabber is more Mr. T, so you might wanna Mr. T's old now. I know, but it's more it Mr. T yeah. than old. Like it's not like um we have to find like a specific old person phrase. No no no. I want like Jibber Jabber is like a fifty year old phrase at this point. Yeah. Right. But it's specific to him. We gotta find a general one. Like we were like, who says that anymore? Because now the question is, who says that? Well, Mr. T says that. And then you go, Oh, we want everyone else. No, no, the go, kids don't know who Mr. T is. Right, but we do. It's gotta be right. No, 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 no. It's for the kids, Aaron. It's not for us. How about ripping and running? That's no. That's it's for the kids. That's how old. That's how. That's how we. That's how we look. The olds. We say. We say stuff that was funny in reference to us, and we get it. And the youth just look at us like we're like we've got tentacles on our heads. Can I? Can I do that? Cut it out thing that Joe used to do on Full House. Please, if I if I get the claim, if I get the claim, an old person thing. Can I please claim that one for myself? Yes, yes, you can. That's all. He was so corny. He was corny when the show was out and hot as hell. Good God, twenty five years ago, he was corny. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So corny. All right. All right, guys. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com backslash you on Fridays. We have a Twitter account. You for now. I mean, we're not going to say anything about Elon Musk. I mean, the only way you can get suspended is by saying something about Elon Musk. So we're fine. I have no, I have nothing particularly to we say. We entirely died that section this week. Right. But, you know, we might get in trouble for linking to something. Uh, I thought he pulled that. I thought he, I thought he pulled that back when all the lawyers looked at him. I mean, he is also a literal narcissist. Yes, but the lawyers seem to be making him at least move away. What like lawyers? A cat. He he lost his legal team. It wasn't his legal it's not, team. It's not his lawyers. It's the concept of lawyers. The idea that he will get sued because he has no legal team, so he can't do this. And you, you, you know what I think it was? Right. I think it was like what the person who has the third highest shares at Tesla going, What the fuck is wrong with you? Step down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny shit. All of these reasons though, we're still on Twitter. So it's UN Fridays, United Nations Fridays, UN Fridays, however you want to remember it. While we're here, we're gonna post links. I mean, we're not we're not only we post a link to a website. We can post a link to a website, right? And like the general podcast aggregator we use. Like we don't link to anything else but the podcast aggregator at this point. They Yeah, you can you can post to <clears throat> like not like any of you're supposed yeah. to not use any of like the big aggregators, like mm. 
like link, hard link, and link, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you can't. We can't link all like of link our tree. stuff and like link to our OnlyFans and stuff like that. But we can link to like the podcast aggregator, so you can get the thing on your machine. We're still safe. I mean, yeah, that's fine. It's all it, up it just in cares the wall. About it's all up in the air right now, but it doesn't matter. We're doing it anyway. I mean, we're. Good I'm not now. changing shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't care. Like I said, he's just he says things and then things happen until they don't. And yeah, that's that's where Twitter is. What what happens is what happens. I don't care. In the meantime, we're gonna figure something out like the rest of us. Right. Let's just keep watching this man set forty four billion dollars on fire. Bruh, he's bleeding cash. He's bleeding stock so bad it's actually affecting real money. There's like this level of stocks where I think like stocks are just fake money. It's like toy money. Sort of, sort of. Like, uh, okay. Before I go into like a whole discussion <laughs> between value and speculative assets, let's let's go ahead and call this a night. <laughs> yes, my goal. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> you guys all have. A Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go ahead, stand your-